Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Up and running, by the way, uh, being reported that the Jets are now in touch with Odell Beckham Jr. No way. Yep. Uh, Sports Illustrated, the Jets reportedly now are in touch with Odell Beckham Jr. So that just came out about uh, 10 minutes ago. Just kind of saw that cross the wire. So there you go. 877-867-1670, Joining us now over on the hotline, uh, our guy, Bill Huber uh, of Sports Illustrated. You can see his stuff uh, at Bill or, uh, at Bill Huber SI over on Twitter. Bill, how are you doing today, man? I'm great. How about you? Uh, doing good. St. Patrick's Day. There's probably some green beer in my future. I know that. Some uh, college <laughs> hoops, but... Uh, Never. Any, I mean, I, I would assume it's probably with you this, the same. I mean, anywhere and everywhere you go, somebody's saying, what the hell's going on? What happened? What, you know, when is all this going to come down? You know, is, is that uh, pretty much uh, your life right now? Uh, no, thankfully, thankfully, the heavy part of it's over with him, at least making public what we've all kind of known. So now it's just the trade. You know, where, where, where are they getting, getting compensation? I, I just think, you know, maybe – You've got the same thing from your from your listeners and the people who call in too. But I mean, I think I think people by and large are happy with this outcome. Um, they recognize Aaron Rodgers' greatness, and they also recognize it's time to move on. So, is, is that what you've gathered from from the show? Is, yeah. is people are, yeah. are happy about this? I I think Bill, I I think that they really would love to see Rodgers come back and have an MVP season and take him to a Super Bowl. But I think the uh, the what I've called Rodgers fatigue is now overwhelming to many people, and they're just like, just move on, just just get this done with. They don't really at this point. You want to see what Jordan Love has, but nobody has the confidence that suddenly this is going to become a Super Bowl season. But I think they're more of the of the mindset of just this is this is old. This is just we're done with it. Stop with all the crap, Aaron. Stop with trying to control the narrative. Stop with throwing everybody under the bus but you just just stop and i think that's where people are at right now yeah i mean when you go eight and nine right that's it's easier to swallow whatever if you're going right. 13 and four all the time and have a chance to win the super bowl these um you go from two straight nfc championship games to one and out in the, in the divisional round to not even making the playoffs um and I, I think that's the packers vantage point too right at some point you got to understand that it's not going to happen it's time to, I don't want to say cut your losses, but it's it's time to it's time to hit the reset button. I, and I think that's what you're seeing with you know Lazard leaving and Tanya leaving too. It's it's the reset button. I've written about it before. I'm going to write about it again today. Um, this is the time for the Packers to to get a fresh start. And I'm not talking to, at quarterback. I'm talking everything. So and I, you know we were talking about the article that uh, I, I pulled out of the ringer today that I was reading and I thought you know it was it was really well written it was a lot of the things that I think a lot of us were thinking it was just put into a good verbiage but now like you said now you just got to kind of move on and the Packers have lost some pieces uh, no doubt about it Jerron Reed is gone Tanya is gone Lazard is gone so how how much needs to be done now this offseason through this draft and via whatever they can spend via free agency, what all has to be done for this team to have any kind of a competitive shot going into the upcoming 2023 season? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the defense, right? I mean, this is that's the side of the ball where there's going to be some stability. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing with Dean Lowry or whatever. I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to beef up the D-line. Um, safety seems like a real conundrum at this point, but you, you pay the corners, you're going to get Rashawn Gary back. You know, it's going to have to be the defense initially and then what is what is jordan love i mean we don't know right but if he's a at least a competent starting quarterback and you and 
it's that cliched year two jump from from Watson and Dobbs, which I think people expect, but we'll see if it actually happens. But you get those guys to take a jump. Love is who you think maybe he was in the Philly game, and you know the old line is going to be solid if those guys can stay healthy. And if you draft a tight end, it's a lot of if I just gave you. But if those things happen, and I don't think any of the stuff's far fetched, right? These guys will be fine. I mean, not. I'm not talking like they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I don't, I don't think they're going to fall off the face of the earth either. And then it's that pressing the reset button that I hit on earlier. Now 2024 comes around. You've got you're not handcuffed cap wise, and now maybe you can go build something. What do you think the value is uh, reasonably? As we all know, we're sitting here with somewhat of a stalemate right now between the Packers and the Jets. What is what is reasonable compensation in your eyes for where this whole negotiation is going to fall? Yeah, I would say a first. I mean, I've talked. I, I mean, I talked to a guy last night. And he still says it's going to be a first round pick. Um, now that comes with the cap. Maybe, maybe it's a second round pick, and you get a good player, right? I mean, it's going to be something where, where you add it all together. It's a first round pick. That's that's what I think. Um, I maybe it's in twenty twenty four, right? I mean, I, I maybe they take the draft pick in twenty twenty four again. It, there's there's the, the Jets are going to want that first-round pick. I get it. They're trying to win a championship, and then not having that first-round pick isn't going to help them. So in Green Bay's cap problems, maybe you're better off taking the pick next year where you don't have to absorb the cap charge. And I realize it's not going to be as good of a first-round pick, but maybe you get compensated with something extra to make up for, too. So I still think first-rounder or it's going to be a second and a pretty good player. You know, not, not one of their stars, but a good player on a rookie contract. But something where if you add X, Y, and Z together, it's a first-rounder and, and then a little bit more probably. The, uh, you know, I, I was, we were at a Super Bowl and I had talked to Charles Woodson about the days when he was going against Aaron Rodgers when Rodgers ran the scout team. And I, I had asked him, how do you know? How, how do you know if a guy has it? And he said, you know, I, we just knew. You could just tell he was eating us up. He was, he was just throwing passes in only places that his guys could get it. He just, we, we, he was almost indefensible. So I, I asked you because he told me, he said, hey, go, go to Jair, go to Adrian Amos, go to these guys and say, how good is Jordan Love? You tell me from conversations you've had behind the scenes, and you don't have to get specific with names, but you tell me what is the optimism for Jordan Love? Yeah, it's there. I don't think it's as high as Charles saying, um, which makes sense for me. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest players of all time. So right. I, I, that's by unfair bar, but um, I'm trying to go through my DMs right now. Um, he threw a holy bleep pass almost every day. Okay. So Jordan Love um, did. Jordan Love, yeah. He threw a holy okay. deep pass almost every day at practice. That's that's the quote. So um, that sounds good. Look, he, he looked good in Philly, and I realized that it was nine passes and ten snaps, and the Eagles didn't give a rip at that point because the game was over. But he looked like a guy who knew what he was doing, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, but, man, the guy's, the guy's got some talent, and – you know, again, if, if Watson and Dobbs are who the Packers think they are, there's going to be some opportunities there for some easy completions, and that's going to help things. And, and the old line should be fine, too. I realize that took, took a lot of crap last year. But give me a healthy David Bakhtiari. You got Yash Diamond with a whole training camp and a whole offseason to get ready for right tackle, which you didn't have last year. Jack Tom fits in there somewhere. That line will be fine, right? So you give the quarterback some time and you give him some weapons, we'll be all right. I, uh, which I completely agree with. I thought the line was a mess early on with the pitch count for Bakhtiari back and forth for Josh Nyman, Elton Jenkins coming off the knee injury. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. It was kind of a mishmash early on. I, uh, I, I look at this and, and I kind of see where we're at today and I listen to what Rogers had to say. 
as Rogers goes through the the explanation uh, of you know, hey, something changed. I I don't know what happened. And do you buy that? Because uh, I said all along that I thought if Rogers just says, hey, I'm back, I'm ready to go, I'm all in, let's do this. I I think he's back. I get the sense that they probably talked, tried to talk to him. Called him, and you know, we heard that uh, the reports coming out of Green Bay that he didn't get right back to people, wasn't really, um, you know, available, so to speak. And I, you know, I, I wouldn't blame the Packers for picking up the phone if somebody was calling him and saying, "Hey, you know, we we we'd like to talk to you about Aaron Rodgers." I I wouldn't blame Gutekinds for listening. I don't think that's necessarily shopping him. But do you do you get the sense that this is kind of a one side sided narrative right now until Gutekinds speaks? Yeah, probably. I know. I know it's easy to trying to look into the nefarious stuff or whatever, but maybe it's just as simple as they took a step back at the end of the season, took a look at Aaron Rodgers' contract. This is like the least worst time to get rid of him. And you know what? We drafted Jordan Love in the first round. He's progressed. He looked good when we played him. He's looked good at practice. Trying to go make the move. Maybe that's maybe it's just nothing more complicated than that. Maybe that's what changes. Mm-hmm. The Packers figured, hey, you know what? This is the time to do it. We're not. We're not going anywhere. We're going the wrong way as a franchise. We don't have the cap space to do anything to get better. We're kind of spinning our wheels here and kind of sliding backward. I think it's just as simple as that. It's time for Jordan Love to be the quarterback, and nothing, nothing more than that. Do you think if Rodgers at the end of the season would have said, "I'm all in. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. I want to run it back, and I'm going to work my ass off to get back to get us back to the postseason and ultimately win a championship." Do you think he's back as a quarterback? Because I remember sitting down with Favre after they were going to on the day they were going to retire Favre's number, and I said, "If you would have done it differently," he said, "If I would have done it and told Ted and Mike, I'm coming back. I'm ready to go. I'm all in." And I was enthusiastic and open about it. That he said I would have been the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Do you think? Because I, I I believe that sometimes egos close the doors when you really want the door to remain open. I think the same thing happened with Aaron Rodgers. That's a good question. I don't I don't, I don't have a good answer for you. Um, I would say they would go to Jordan Love anyway. I think they had really okay. I, I again just because I think if he, if he's ready to play, he's ready to play. I mean, what what is your draft a guy for, right? be a mascot mm-hmm. so it's it's if he's time if it's time for him to play it's time for him to play um you know even Rodgers at the when he was going through the injury stuff you know in november i mean he even acknowledged you know that that could be the reality right at, at the end of the season when they were, were struggling they even he acknowledged that it might be time for him to make the change at least for the end of the season um so yeah i i, I think it's jordan loves time regardless um, do you think uh, that all of the narrative around Jordan Love is 100% and the only thing we have to see is if he can win? Yeah, probably, right? Look, you, know, you, you mentioned talking to Charles about it. I mean, all those practice reps, look, I, I get that it's practice, but those matter. Those practice reps matter because he's, he's leading mostly backups, right? When he's on the scout team, he's leading a bunch of backups against Green Bay's number one defense. If you can lead a bunch of mm-hmm. backups – against your starters and make plays, then you're good enough, right? So yeah, you you've gotta you've gotta make it happen in in, in real life. And you know, look you look at Rogers first year where he was a good player, but they went six and ten and I wanna say down the stretch they went one and seven with six losses by one score. So I mean all that's 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 the growing team that you gotta go through. So again, if you're if you think love's ready to start, at some point you just gotta rip the bandit off and go with it. You know, get this you know, if history repeats itself, get this, the learning curve stuff out of the way this year 
so that you're ready in 2024 to actually be a, a winning football team. Do you uh, give me your thoughts on Matt LaFleur? I mean, Matt, I've said that uh, the last couple of years, it seems like Matt LaFleur was doing a ton of tap dancing, trying to protect the quarterback, trying to worry about ego and and still massage a team and still call plays. And I, I you know, now that Rodgers will be, I will, I believe he'll be gone. I believe he's going to be under center in New York come uh, the beginning of the season. Do we see a different Matt LaFleur? Yeah, no, because it's going to be the same thing, right? But he's still going to have to protect the quarterback, right? I mean, he's still, he's still going to say all the right things about Jordan and protect him and take the blame. <clears throat> excuse me. Take the blame when things go wrong. Um, it might be more of what he wants to do on offense, but that's not a criticism either. Right? I mean, you, you have to adjust to, to who you have a quarterback. So I don't think it'll be a tremendous change. I mean, he's still going to have to, especially in year one of these starting of a starting Jordan Love where there's going to be a lot of pressure on the kid. Um, there'll be unfair comparisons for him. I think there'll be a lot of protecting him. It'll be, it'll be a different kind of protecting than it was for Rodgers, but it'll probably be the same kind of tamp dancing too. So uh, is there going to – yeah, do, do you – do you, do you get this? I kind of described it as the cloud lifted. You know, you don't have the pressure of just being kind of beholden to Aaron Rodgers to make sure that he's happy. And now you're just now you got your quarterback. Now you can sure, just run your I team. You know what I mean? Now you just run your team. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it'll be interesting where you know how much autonomy loves going to have at the line of scrimmage because I, I realize that the coach likes to run his plays. But at the end of the day, you have to run the plays, and if the defense is giving you a look that takes away that play, they can run the play anyway. So that's, that's going to be an interesting dynamic of how that evolves. Um, and it, it might evolve between week one and week 18, too, of mm-hmm. how much how much freedom you give Jordan. I mean, I realize that LaFleur was given a lot of crap, at least publicly, about letting Aaron do what he wanted. But to some extent, that's the way to go, right? I mean, if... It, it, at the end of the day, the quarterback has the last say of things. If the defense is going to give him this look, he should go do something else, right? So that, right. that's an interesting dynamic how that's all going to shake out this year. If you were going to, like, write a book about everything that's happened over, say, the last 30 years, if you had to put a title to it, what would it be? Whew, that's a good one there. Um, I know I, I wrote a headline once that, you know, the, the dynasty that wasn't. That's not a bad because man, oh man, that's, these guys should have won great. five or six, right? But it's just right. all this unbelievable stuff happening. Just I mean, look at the Rodgers stuff, where you know twenty, you know two thousand nine, when they're on on the rise, you know the defense gets obliterated, and then Rodgers gets tackled by the face mask. There's no penalty; they lose that way. You know twenty eleven, Joe Philbin's dad or Joe Philbin's son dies. Um, you've got what three overtime losses where the offense never got the ball, and you got. Everything that went wrong in the Seattle game and you know, 2015, which mm-hmm. that team wasn't any good anyway, but they, they get all the Hail Marys. Like, the force in overtime and Larry Fitzgerald goes for 75 and they lose that game. The number of ways that these guys lost games is amazing, right? And I realize the pro Rogers crowd points to everything else and the anti Rogers crowd points to Rogers, but it's everything. And that Seattle game is like the personification of it. It was everything. Rogers didn't play well enough. The special teams blew it. The defense, it was just everything. Even Bakhtiari's ACL in 2020. That team, beats the Buccaneers, right? Mm-hmm. This team goes to the Super Bowl if Bakhtiari, because they get five sacks against the offensive tackles that game. Right. Like, everything that could possibly stir in the way of these guys winning another Super Bowl, that's what happened. It is the damnedest thing ever 
the amount of things that went wrong over the last just the riders there. Then obviously far stuff you gone. Go back on that yeah. too. No, that's a that's a hell of a title for the last thirty years, the dynasty that wasn't good stuff. Bill, always a pleasure, bud. I'm sure we're going to talk more, and I'm sure there's going to be more that uh, develops. But uh, as it does, we'll uh, we'll touch base. Okay. All right. Take care, Bill. Have a good one. All right, all right buddy. You too. There you go. That's our buddy Bill Huber uh, at Bill Huber NFL, and uh, covers uh, you know the Packers for Sports Illustrated, and you can read his stuff there. The dynasty that wasn't. That is a hell of a headline. The dynasty that wasn't. And, man, how true that is. How true that is. I mean, you think about everything, as he mentioned, everything that went wrong for this franchise not to have more Super Bowls. And appearances, for that matter. Not just Super Bowl appearances. But uh, but the dynasty that wasn't. Man, that's uh, that's a good point of reference. That's really good stuff. Thanks to Bill Huber for joining us for a couple of minutes. This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy at Dwayne's Cover It All, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All. And whether it's boat covers, awnings, uh, he can do gym equipment, office equipment, so much more. Go to Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. up in Wausau, but it doesn't matter wherever you're at. Uh, you know, I mentioned the other day that our buddy Stoley from uh, Stoley's Hog Alley is uh, having him do the sales and such for their new uh, deck out out uh, on top of the new building, on top of the renovation. He's, you know, all you got to do is give him the measurements. Say, this is what I need. He can make it. He, he can even come down and install it, whatever it happens to be. Great stuff. If it's awnings, it doesn't matter. If it's a business, if it's something that has to go out in front of your, your office or something to that effect, or office furniture, boat covers, travel covers, Bimini tops, you name it, he can do it. That's our buddy at Dwayne's CoverItAll.com. 715-870-2119. More of the Bill Michael Show. Now. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, if you are thinking about, uh, well, the weather is still kind of cool, but maybe you're thinking about maybe a trip someplace warm or maybe uh, the vacation of a lifetime, maybe you want to take a cruise, whatever it may be, uh, get a hold of our friends at Cruise Planners, Land and Cruise Vacations, and they can put it all together for you. The best part about it is that, uh, say, you you know, it's like two grand, and you're thinking, man, I just don't have that sitting around right now. Well, pay it off. That's okay. Put a couple hundred bucks down. And then just kind of pay it off. You can do that. If you want to finance it, maybe the trip of a lifetime, maybe you want to go to Italy or you want to go, you know, cruise the Mediterranean or something. You want to do that. And it's, you know, five grand or something. You want to go, whoa, I want, you know, I don't have all that. They can finance it for you. Check it out. Get a hold of Kirk and the gang over at uh, Cruise Planners, 262-344-0697. 262-344-0697. They are your land and cruise vacation experts and uh, cruise planners they can do it for you good good people over there get a hold of them uh again 262-344-0697 anywhere in the u.s 262-344-0697 that's cruise planners good stuff from uh from bill huber good stuff from bill huber um the uh yeah there's a lot of people are kind of chiming in on this and saying look there was a lot of issues 
And there was. Uh, there's there's no denying that. There was a lot of different issues when it came to the Green Bay Packers and a lot of the postseason failures. You can't lay it all at the feet of Aaron Rodgers. Um, but there were, you know, he could have played better. I, I just look at it as I, what we watched this past year, what, what we watched last year, specifically last year. You saw quarterback after quarterback after quarterback rise up. You know, and even go to the year prior to that, when you saw Matthew Stafford battle it out with Tom Brady, when you saw Josh Allen battle it out with Patrick Mahomes, when you saw Joe Burrow battle it out with Patrick Mahomes and company, when you saw Trevor Lawrence this year rise above, you know, when you saw, when you needed quarterback play, big time quarterback play, when you saw these emerging young superstars come to fruition and then you see the way that the Packers kind of went quietly into that good night. It it really made you scratch your head, which was when I was talking about it earlier today and they were going through the quarterbacks in the AFC and it came down to, okay, who are the best quarterbacks in the AFC and where does Aaron Rodgers rank? And you start to look at this and you're like, wow, when you look at the AFC and all the reasoning behind where he placed, he wasn't in the top five. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Two Super Bowls, two MVPs. I mean, that guy is just incredible, right? Look at the the tenacity with which he plays. No doubt. Okay. Joe Burrow, number two. Same thing. You just get the ball in his hands, you know he's going to bring you back. And that's with a, a, an incredibly porous offensive line. I mean, we talk a lot about the offensive line of the Green Bay Packers. Well, had the offensive line not done this or not done that, there, there's excuses there. You're right. You're right. Foreman, there's, you're right. Said we're making a lot of excuses for Rodgers by, by others' failures, but look at what Joe Burrow had to overcome. He had a bad offensive line, still took him to a Super Bowl. You know, look at what just Josh Allen's been able to accomplish. Now, he has not obviously won a Super Bowl, gotten to one, but he's got a hell of a lot more postseason wins in the last few years than Rodgers has. No doubt about that. Where would you put him in the AFC, though? I can um, go down the list and you could tell me where you would for, for next season. Well, if, if I had to do it this way, I'd look at it. I'd say Patrick Mahomes, number one, Joe Burrow, number two, Josh Allen, number three. Um, probably Justin Herbert, number four. And then one of the reasons they put Herbert up there is he's already won a playoff game. Rodgers hasn't won one in, what, three, four years? I don't think Herbert has. Um, He put his team in the postseason is what they were saying. He didn't win one. He he put uh, Trevor Lawrence did. Trevor Lawrence was also in on that list, which is was number five. Uh, Lamar Jackson was number six. And then Rodgers. Now, I think I would put Rodgers ahead of Lamar Jackson. I might even put him ahead of Justin Herbert. But he's probably number five. Four at best. If you put him, say, ahead of um, Trevor Lawrence. But would you put him ahead of Joe Burrow? No. Patrick Mahomes? No. Josh Allen? No. 
So he'd probably be at best four, at worst seven. Right? Would you disagree with that? I agree. I would go closer to seven of who I'd rather have under center in a vacuum next season. Not in terms of career accomplishments, but who I would look forward to. But what I get caught up in when everyone talks about how the Packers are going to fall off a cliff, you know, now that he's gone, it's like they were eight and nine last year in doing not in large part, but in significant part to his struggling play at quarterback. Right. Right. Where, where if Jordan love plays better than Aaron Rodgers played last year, they're a playoff team. That's what, that's what I keep getting stuck at, where I don't think it's hard for Jordan Love to outperform what Aaron Rodgers was last season. Not for his career, but no, just what I, he was right. last year because he was for bad. last season, yeah. Yep. Yep. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So I, that's, that's what I'm saying. So he's at, at best fourth, at worst, say, seventh, depending on what you want to do with Herbert. Lawrence, Jackson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's got to do more. Uh, he, you know, I mean, he played he, so bad he, last year. He, he was awful, and he he was a talented quarterback, but I I can't even right now place him in the mix because wh- how long's it been since the guy played? Well, he was out for what a year and a half, a year and a half's worth of no football. Nothing, and then came back and looked terrible. You know, so now How about I, Russell I Wilson, that. terrible, big, big resurgence under Sean Payton. Yeah, well, if that happens, I'll be shocked, and then we can talk about it. But I, I don't have much, uh, much. I'm not holding my breath for the return of Russell Wilson. Put it that way. Jimmy G's in the AFC now. Yeah. 2-0 against Rodgers in the playoffs, I think. I was going to say, Jimmy G's a winner when it comes to postseason play. He's won. Mostly, I mean, you can't... How much can you really say Jimmy G's a winner when he only throws nine passes? Oh, right? They were they were nine pretty darn good passes. Would you would you say that Geno Smith is better right now than Rodgers? He's in the NFC. I'm just talking about quarterbacks in general. Oh, I, as I start to go through the quarterbacks now, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just starting to go through quarterbacks now. No, I wouldn't. And you start to look at this group, I, and you start to look at okay, how many quarterbacks are better than Rodgers? You'd say Dak Prescott, which Dak isn't winning anything in the postseason, but he's right there. I'd still take Rodgers. Uh, Daniel Jones, no I mean, chance. Jalen Hurts is is better. I think right now. I mean, I know this is going to pain a lot of Packers fans, but. If you had right now to take Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins, who would you take? Kirk Cousins is always going to throw a couple. You know that. But at least Kirk Cousins is trying to throw it to, you know, guys that are open. As opposed to focusing on one guy and then not throwing the football. You know, I I look, the NFC is wide open. Wide open. There's, There's probably one really elite quarterback in the NFC and right now that's that that's hurts Dak Prescott is below him and Dak Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones are probably about on the same same plateau after that Kyler Murray has to prove himself and he hasn't been able to do that just because he's making a ton of money doesn't make him a good quarterback it makes Arizona more stupid than anything 
Jared Goff? You know, Jared Goff, could you go in that direction? Kirk Cousins is probably the next best quarterback in the conference. You know, so you got four of them. You got Hertz, uh, uh, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, and Geno Smith are probably the four best, you know, just from statistically speaking, from wins and losses and, and playing standpoint from last year. That's kind of it. Uh, I'm late for a break. Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick one. We'll come back. Got a lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back and welcome to Bill Michael Show. Rolling on on a Friday, St. Patrick's Day. Enjoying uh, college hoops, which are now underway. Uh, March Madness continues on. And uh, you've got Michigan State up early over USC, 24-15, with uh, just under about eight minutes to go in the first half of that uh, ballgame. you got Xavier and Kennesaw State getting ready to tip off as well. That'll be the next one on a docket, Baylor, UC Santa Barbara. But uh, coming up today, 145-ish in the Eastern Regional. First round uh, action at Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. The Marquette Golden Eagles and the Vermont Teddy Bears. <laughs> I know that hurt you, Ben. Yeah, that wasn't very funny. <laughs> oh, it killed me. Just for the fact that for years and years and years at, at Valentine's Day, that's all you heard about. Get her a Vermont Teddy Bear. Make your own. Oh, I've, I've seen those. The plants, I guess, where you make it or the stores. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, they're kind of kind of creepy. vermont maple syrup yeah of that nature better ways to go the green mountains the green mountains okay but uh the teddy bears are what you know that's like uh come uh come uh um valentine's day also it's it's buy her a star name a star after her yeah you ain't getting any if you if you do that sweetheart there's nothing here in the bag but I do have a certificate that says if you look into the sky, that faraway planet, it's named after you. Yeah, you're not getting any. Just tell you that right now. She'll be like, what? What? No ring. No jo- no locket. No no earrings. Not even a friendship band. Not a WWJD band. Nothing? What? Nothing? I get a star? Look up? Bite me. <laughs> That's it. You've thought yeah. a lot about this, Bill. I have. I have. Um, that's just, uh, that's not a Valentine's Day gift. So i just just throwing it out there. There's actually the, the minor league baseball team in Vermont, which used to be a double-A affiliate of the Oakland Athletics and uh-huh. New York Yankees, that actually used to have, I, I think Griffey played there. No, maybe early on. They've had famous okay. people, whatever. Reggie Jackson, things of that nature. Right? They're called the Vermont Lake Monsters. Because there's a big concept of a Loch Ness monster, but there's a big lake that separates New York and Vermont. It goes up into Canada called Lake Champlain. And uh-huh. everybody knows that there is a large monster that lives in the lake. So they're okay. the lake monsters. I like that. I like the lake monsters. I love creative names like that. 
I just do. I, I, I love that stuff. The problem is I'm, now it's a summer league baseball team for college kids that isn't the least bit competitive. Um. Well, it, it, it's what? Uh, what league is it? Is that the? That's not the uh, Pioneer League, is it? Uh, or is that the Cape Cod League? That is a good question. There's the Cape Cod, uh, the Pioneer. There's they play in the New uh, York Penn League. The Penn, or they the used Penn to league. until 2020, but then that league got disbanded. Now right. they play in the Futures Collegiate Baseball League. Okay, uh, that I have not heard of. But the Penn League, I used to hear. I, I used to. Uh, I used to know. And then uh, it's Jordan similar. Zimmerman, guys it's like, like that. The North, yeah, it's like the Northwoods League. You know. So I, I get it. Northwoods League has gained a lot of traction over the last couple of years too, for some uh, for some quality baseball. Uh, if you have not been out to a Northwood, and they continue to grow, that's the best part about it. I mean, you could drive a hundred miles and go to ten games in the state of Wisconsin. That's awesome. So I, I love the Northwoods League. Get a chance to go out to a game every now and then. Now you've got uh, the Dock Hounds, which are right out here uh, in my direction. Then you've got. The uh, Lakeshore Chinooks, the Kingfish. Um, you've got uh, team in, in Madison, team in Lacrosse, team in Eau Claire, team in uh, Wausau, team in Green Bay. Oh, yeah, there's there's teams all over the joint. A little bit further than 100 miles, but you get the point. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, our good friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you that uh, you can do the, ho- the home beautification thing. Curb appeal, baby, if you're going to start selling this thing and you want to add value to your house, it is the uh, door and window and such that is the uh, the most chosen by homeowners here in the state of Wisconsin, Pella, because for number, numerous reasons. One, they have something for everybody's budget. Two, they have great financing options as well. But three, it's just because it is just so good. It is everything from whether it's the roll screen, slider windows, they've got the entry door systems, they've got interior lo- interior and exterior looks and beautification, all that kind of good stuff. Go to PellaWI.com. That's Pella. WI.com, Pellet, WI.com. Uh, good, good stuff. This one is from a Mike. Uh, well, let's do this. I, I'll get to that in a minute because, oh, uh, he dropped off. Joe from DePierre was going to get to you. He dropped off. So I'll get back to Mike. Mike says, uh, hey, guys, all the narrative on Aaron Rodgers is negative Rodgers. Do you think he brings it on himself or is this all? Do you think he brings it on himself? Is this all true or is there a gray area in between? I think too many people are coming down hard on number 12 right now for all the weird things that he does rather than the things that he actually says. That's a great question. Because my, my reaction is to very much just go, no, he's it, it's all, you know, and, and to jump on you. But, no, that's a great question. I think there is a bias. I think there is a fatigue. I think it then takes people mentally down a path that they want to go to fit the belief. But if you look at it on its face, it's kind of like when people say, well, Rodgers is a choker. He can't win the big game. You know, ever since he won one, and that was with Charles Woodson, he hasn't been able to win one since. Well, you know what? Favre did the same thing, and there's many quarterbacks who needed a good defense to to win, you know, Super Bowls. I mean, you, you can't just go in there with a 25th-ranked defense and a top-ranked offense and – Say you're going to win because it usually doesn't happen that way, you know. Chris over in the live stream says it's just it's just we're just over it. JJ says Rogers talks in circles, makes uh, everybody feel sorry for him, plays the victim in my opinion. 
Um, McCoy, uh, Mr. Duckskin uh, says that we need another corner. How about uh, Eli Ricks? Um, we're going to get into the draft once we hit a uh, little bit further into into March and April. So we will get into more more draft choices. We'll we'll do that. Uh, Rick says the irony of Rodgers uh, wanting Tom Clemens may be the reason the Packers are going with Jordan Love. Because maybe Tom Clemens was the guy that advanced Jordan Love in Jordan Love's career. You could be right. Um, I would bet you, Bill, in general, yeah. in terms of does Rodgers bring it on himself, I would bet you that you and I would have a different answer than a huge Packer fan, but that doesn't follow it every single day in March and doesn't listen to sports radio. You know what I mean? Where, yeah. where, where for me, it feels like he does because we talk about it every day. We talk right. about a lot of what he does. For those that kind of check out when it comes to May and June and only get back into it in training camp and then for the season that miss a lot of the stuff that we talk about, I think they would say he's being painted unfairly, if that makes sense. Um, I would, yeah, I would probably say that I, I think that there are something Rogers to his core. Rogers, for the most part, is an incredibly intelligent guy who has the ability to manipulate the story. And as many of us do, you know, we all tell our own story in our own way. So I don't, I, I don't fault him for that. What I look at is the, the hypocrisy of things, the demand for transparency. Yet when you hear that he's one of the hardest guys to get a hold of him, he doesn't answer his phone, doesn't, doesn't call, doesn't text, you know, when you need to get a hold of him. I mean, at least these are the reports that are now coming out. It, it's kind of a joke within the, within the locker room. You know, wants everybody to talk to him about everything, but he's one of the hardest guys to get a hold of. If you're not a part of his inner circle, he doesn't want to talk to you. But yet holds this level of love and care and beautiful mystery and, you know, all the, you know, all the the inward spellbound stuff that, you know, you you read about or becomes, you know, perception becoming reality. He, he, he doesn't live it. He talks it, but he doesn't live it. He lives it with those he wants to live it with. But the overall beauty stuff and love stuff is crap. And and there are times where he'll go on the dissertation about what he believes. You know, like I said, coming out of that uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast, oh, my God, I wanted to throw up. Because it's like, well, if that's the case, then why is this all this angst and, and non-communicative um, banter going back and forth via the media of which you despise that you call noise, but yet that's where you go to air your grievances, you know, and, and then to blame the overall blanket of it's the media. Well, wait a minute. Are you not going to a guy who is quote in the media in Pat McAfee to then dispel the myth of what you believe to be a false narrative? Yet, talk in circles. You know, I mean, so I agree with you. I think a lot of it gets brought on himself. And if there was just more to-the-point honesty, it wouldn't probably, it would not reflect nearly as poorly on him as it does. I guess might be the best way to put it. 877-867-1670. We'll get to the phone calls when we come back. Hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up today on the program. Stay tuned. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I looked at I looked at a bunch and he just kind of hung in there kept plugging away and uh, you know kind of walked me through the process and I had done it before but uh, never really done it on my own and uh, that's not my forte you know and so he was great and I've been saying for a long time there's a couple of things here one veterans that's the guy two uh, motorcyclist. He's a big biker. So if you, uh, you know, want to have somebody roll up on two wheels to show you a house, it's pretty cool. Uh, he's got it going on. And then three, it just it pulls no punches. It's just, here it is. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Here was, here's what you can afford. Sometimes that's a very hard thing for people to hear, you know, cause you want more than probably what it is you can afford. We all look and dream. And uh, then the reality has to punch you in the face. He's pretty good at that. But a uh, really good guy. Call him, 414-243-1976, 414-243-1976. That is Exit Realty, Exit Realty, and my buddy Mikey Whitcomb over there. Good guy, really good guy. And if you're looking for somebody to represent you uh, or sell your home, uh, that's the way to go. That's our buddies uh, over there at Exit Realty. So good stuff. 877-867-1670. Let's go back to the phone calls, talk to Market Plunger. Market Plunger, how are you doing today, man? What's up? Uh, thanks for taking the call. Um I, my favorite thing is is people asking like you can't answer these questions is 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 it Rogers' fault or whatever or, or is it Patrick? Right. you know it's it's both of them, but then again maybe it's none of them. But I I just love that people always want these questions answered that you if you look at it honestly we have no idea absolutely no idea you know I'm sure he's wrong I'm sure he's done things wrong that he shouldn't I'm sure the Packers have, but uh, what I want to know is why does it matter at this point I mean I get for you because it's your job but. I have a friend who is so upset about this, and I'm just thinking, who cares? Like, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Like, what's he upset about? What we have? What's he upset about? The fact that Rogers is gone? Yes, but he's also uh, of how arrogant he is and how he held everybody hostage. And I can't, for the life of me, give get a get a real answer of why he thinks that. He just thinks that because it's what he's read, I guess. But, like, okay. he's mad about everything. He's mad at the Packers. Right. He's mad at Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, like, every 15 minutes I get a text how mad he is, and I'm just thinking, <laughs> dude, relax. It's just yeah. not that important. If, if yeah. you're getting paid to talk about it, obviously it's important, but not right. to that point. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just – I'm excited to see love. Even if he crashes and burns, um, it's a – you know, it's a new beginning. I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, well, I think a lot of people are, and, and you're probably right, and I've just equated it to I don't think you believe that what's on the other side of the fence is a lot better. I think what people look at as far as the other side of the fence is no drama, and it's yeah. the, you know, the, the, the back and forth and all the stress or anxiety or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know what people call it, but it's now come to an end, 
And at yep. least people can go, okay, now let's just move on to the process of football and trying to get back to, you know, winning Packer football. And I, I that I would agree with wholeheartedly. Yeah, no, Anything wait, else? So Jordan, Jordan Love wants to wait, wait until he talks about retiring every year. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wait till that comes out. Holy crap. <laughs> you know, I hope it doesn't happen for another 10 years. I hope he's good for another 10 years. I hope we're not sitting yeah. here talking about this in two years going, okay, what are they going to do for a quarterback? You know. But no so. doubt. I'm excited, though. It's, you know, it, All right, it, bud. it'll be fun. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a call, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Two hours down, two hours yet to go on this happy St. Patrick's Day edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Um, well, I got, I've got people chiming in on a live stream. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to be back. we got a lot more to get to. Two more hours of this. Also, talk a little bit of bracket busting. And uh, coming up, uh, just as the show will be ending today, we're going to be excited. Uh, Marquette is going to be taken to the hardwood. State school repping in the NCAA tournament. Wish them luck. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up next.